just care. Like if you do nothing else but just care about your client's outcomes, everything else will happen. And at that point, I just stopped posting shit on social media. Thanks for joining me for part two of this Den Lenny interview. If you haven't seen part one, get back there. Go on, get back. And have a good listen because here there are just some gold nuggets there that Den's dropping, I'm dropping all over the place. It's a great little journey back through in, through time around the uh, orchestration of our business and how we've gone now into being Google's highest rated video company in Australia. And it wasn't, by the way, because we produce awesome videos. It's because we've got a hold on our sales, on our marketing, on our finances, right? The product is just one part of the puzzle. It's actually getting consistency in the market, like I'm being consistent with this podcast. And also, if you're wondering, how do we get this bloody podcast out to so many different channels? Well, look, podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. Buzzsprout is hands-on the easiest way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all major podcast directories like Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Follow the link in the show notes below and receive a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up and upgrade to a paid plan. And look, go ahead, join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's throw back. Back to Den Lenny. G'day folks and uh, welcome to another episode of the Video Business Accelerator podcast. This week we have part two of the fantastic podcast we've done with Chris Schwager from Ridge Films here in Sydney. Chris and I met through a connection on LinkedIn and uh, as I said in the previous episode, that's a really powerful platform if you're a video production company and you're not using LinkedIn. Our members inside the Accelerator program are seeing absolutely phenomenal returns from our LinkedIn strategies. Um, Chris is a really fascinating guy. I really thoroughly enjoyed Choptez speaking with him. And uh, this week, he shares with us how he made the transition from just like a regular video production company to the business they're now running and and those guys are pretty busy you know um they they're they've got a really robust business that's delivering solid revenues supporting businesses with video but they've taken it a stage further and they're kind of showing people how to get roi from their video now if you haven't listened to the previous episode go back and check that out but this week chris is sharing his journey with coaching and how he was able to get support, not from us, it was a, he was a different business coach, but he, um, he talked about the value of being in that coaching environment and how it helped him and his business partner really accelerate their process. And uh, Chris said to me in the call, actually, you know, if we'd been around at the time he wanted to get coaching, he absolutely would have come and spoken to us. Um, and that's really great. But, you know, that's that's a lovely compliment but the point is, is that whether you get coaching from me or from us or somebody else, I just want you to think about the importance of investing in yourself. It's why I set up the Video Business Accelerator program to provide support and a mentorship 
in, in an environment with like-minded people who are supporting each other to get results in their business. Business is a lonely game and you're faced with a lot of, uh, you know, anxiety and a lot of pressure and things going wrong all of the time. And to have a group of people who support each other and, and share the wins is one of the most valuable and powerful things about the Accelerator program. But uh, Chris will share his journey with coaching and I'll let you make up your own mind. If you're interested in having a chat, you just need to go to videobusinessaccelerator.com, click on the Accelerator program. It's all very self-explanatory. If you're interested in having a chat with us, we'd be happy to, to look at that. All right, guys, have a great uh, day and enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Video Business Accelerator podcast. Each week, we uncover the secrets to creating a wildly successful and scalable video production business with your host, Dan Lenny. Discover how the Accelerator program is transforming the lives of our members at www.videobusinessaccelerator.com. Enjoy this episode. Well, Chris, welcome back. We were in such flow last week that we wanted to just make sure that we continued and um, we were just about to go into the whole notion of self-improvement and, 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 and investing in yourself. Because I feel that a lot of people, and I don't want to just kind of cast a big brush, but a lot of, I'd go as far to say 80% of the video production community would rather buy gear than invest a thousand bucks in themselves. And I know for myself, I've literally spent a couple of hundred thousand dollars in the last 10 years in my own education, self-development, learning, reading. It sounds like you have as well. And I get the sense that it's something that's very important to you. Why, why is investing in yourself so important? Dan, as I said at the last, by the way, Dan, I love the show. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't mention it in the last podcast. Hey, this is the thing, right? When we were going through that stifled by, you know, creativity, we weren't different. That whole clients just were choosing us on price. We didn't belong to anything. And your program offers that sense of community. And there's a big, big advantage when you start to get into a community where other businesses, they could be bloody $200,000 turnover or $20 million turnover, suffer from the ch same challenges that you face. That is a really interesting conversation to be having. And that, that's what we did. Six years ago, we invested in in referral marketing and groups and networking groups. And we got out there and we started to listen and learn. We started to understand what, what it took for businesses to be successful. And that is, I think, the whole backbone of our business has not been, oh, okay, well, we've just been producing all these great videos and we came up with a USP, but we had support along the way. We had business coaches. We had communities that weren't able to, there to, to back us and to put, you know, to be, to add a sense of camaraderie in, in an environment that is dictated by whatever your clients tell you. And, and often if you don't get that feedback, that's the only thing telling a business owner whether you've done a great job or not. You know what I mean? And so to be a part of a business that actually, to, to be part of a networking group or a, or a community is, is going to be so much more of a support network to, to build structure, to 
to write systems, as he said, and to live a long-lasting, sustainable um, business that, that does have this uniqueness in the market. What do you think is the key to, to success in business 17 years after you started? The key to success. Well, it isn't producing videos, i got to say, man. It isn't producing videos. I think that the video content creation is just the carrot. You know, if you can't entice them in and actually have a conversation about business outcomes, transition them through to an inquirer or sale, and then look for ways to then repeatedly sell to them, I think you're going to have a really tough time, you know. I would say the biggest success for us has been the fact that we got control of our marketing, we got control of our sales, and we got control of our finances. And that to date is where we're at. So, you know, and, you know, like, don't get me wrong, man, like for six years, we've gone through the trenches understanding how to, how, to, how to do this. You know, there'd be a number of times where I'd have the most bizarre conversations with people. I remember first year into a networking group, I had a, a member of the group come up to me and say, well, how, how much for a video? And I was like, well, how long is a piece of string? And I absolutely beated myself up for responding in that way. I had to be able to definitively answer that question, not just say, oh, you know, whatever. Like, that's not good enough now. You have to come up with an answer. And if you can answer every, every point that they're wanting to know, you've got a far greater chance of actually it leading to, to the sales, you know, because you're, you're being helpful. You're being useful. I remember going to a group one day and, and this business, it was a financial, it was a chair manufacturing business. And the guy was, we were talk, just talking about sales and whatnot. And he goes, well, what's your sales process look like? And I said, what's a sales process? <laughs> I love it's that. Fun, it's funny, right? Like, and, yeah. and you know, we're, we're, we're 12 years into business at this point and we don't get it. We just don't get it. And so, you know, it's not about, man, it's not about making the video. I couldn't care less now. You know what I mean? Like, so, oh, so talk me through what, what happened next. How did you then go away and actually figure out a marketing strategy and a sales process? Well, we didn't do it alone. That's, that's the thing. You know, you, I, hand on heart, you need a coach for soccer. <laughs> Why don't we have coaches in business? We are in the most overgoverned bloody business community in the world. There is so much red tape, so many things to know about running a business, and yet so many people go it alone. And I think that is just this DIY culture that we live in in this country is, you know, our undoing. Honestly, we, we go through and we say, oh, no, we'll do it ourselves. We'll give it a go. And at some point, you just put your hand up and go, oh, somebody help me. Do you know what I mean? And take the pain away. So, so there is a pain threshold here, you know. I'm not making enough money. I don't like my job anymore. Something's got to give. Something's got to change. And so for us, within our own networks, we then looked at, at you know, business coaches to be able to facilitate that and, and programs like yourself, Dan, that enable the proper structure of an order of information. And, it, and it's not like, oh, with six months, you've got it all sorted. Like it's taking us six years and we've still got a business coach. You know, and the thing is, like, if you talk to any great business coach, they've got a coach. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, 
hundred percent. You know, and you've got to start thinking, you've got to think in business in terms of decades, not weeks and months. Exactly. Yeah. That's how long it takes. And, and, it does. And it Exactly. And, and, you know, there's been so many times, Dan, I've gone, oh, you know what, why don't I just chuck it in there? Like, I'll go and get a pretty good job somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Easy, right? And my business coach has stepped in and gone, do you really think that's there? Like, do you really think that's going to make you happy? Do you know what I mean? And, you know, I've been talked about, talked out about it. And, and you know, rightly so. You know, I, I, we're creating a future here. We're, we've got a vision and a mission in place. We're not, we're not sitting around going, oh, you know, let's make, the, let's make the next video. We're looking at the next three to six months in advance and going, is our sales pipeline full? If not, what are we going to do? Let's, let's activate other different, different marketing activities, to try and generate more revenues and keep it consistent and what have you, because we have kids, we have family, we have mortgages, you know, there's a lot at stake, you know what I mean? It's not just about buying equipment. In, in fact, I couldn't care less now about buying equipment. I'll buy the cheapest secondhand piece of crap you ever find, man. If it does the job, the client's never going to ask me. It's only video production companies that ever ask us about equipment. Clients don't care. Do you know what I mean? You could shoot on an iPhone if it looked respectable and it looked right and it still communicated effectively. Then you've got it, you've got it going on. I'd rather spend three grand on Facebook ads and a bit of gear. I agree, man. I agree. Like there's some, like you and I have both come from the same world, you know what I mean? Like we love our, our gear, but I tell you, man, after 17 years now, um, when I get a camera assistant rocks up and tries to chew my ear off about equipment, I'm like, oh, dude. You're talking to the wrong guy now. Do you know what I mean? That, <laughs> that's changed now. Like I don't, I don't want to have this conversation. No, no. So talk to me about kind of, Talk to me about your marketing strategy without giving away the house of cards because obviously, you know, you've worked hard to build something that works for you. Um, but but what, what kind of things are you doing nowadays that, that, are, that are driving leads into your business and, and creating inquiries? We have four major marketing activities that run our business and that is workshops that we run once a month and we have invested like a lot of time and money has gone into that like jesus a 90 minute workshop and you think oh it's just isn't it just about presenting and getting some people there and it's like no you know there's so many different things within that workshop to make sure you maximize the roi are getting people to show up in the room that's that that's one of the hardest things and one of the most expensive things and it is involved in marketing don't understand that and uh, it, it's it's it, you've got to be willing to what, what's it worth how much are you willing to pay to get somebody in the room we we got a real we got into a real rhythm too you know where we with all of our marketing always ask what can we do like how like give me the feedback tell uh, tell me what do i got to do and still to this day i'm i'm still calling probably less so now because we've we've got a pretty well structured uh, workshop but we're still asking oh well, you could have you could have just talked a little bit more about yourself at the start or whatever and that's been really great feedback because it's always tiny little turn screw tweaks that we make to, to improve it month to month um, but you know like you're right man like we we at the start we, we're, we're doing free you know out on eventbrite 12 people would register one would turn up do you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, what is going on? I've got something to say here. And so it, 
it was constant tweaks and improvements. And, you know, now it's about email templates and offering a cup of coffee and sending that out saying, hey, make sure you turn up, you know, f- you know 15 minutes in advance because we've got to get started on time because your time is precious. And so now <laughs> this is, this is, you know, I'm so excited about this, but I have 12 people sitting with their coffees, you know, three to five minutes before the event starts. And I'm like, oh, what do I do with myself? I, I guess I better start now, you know. Uh, and and it's just so it's so much more rewarding. And we char- we charge for that, you know. What I mean, like we we are valuing that time that we have with them. And so, look, that's one activity. Um, video brochures is a lead gen tool for us. That's been hugely successful for us to be personalizing. And you've got to have your shit together. Don't don't get me wrong, but personalizing a video message for an individual and going out to market with it and then following up with it. That is, you know, something like, what is it, like 10 times the investment? It's, it's huge. It's such a big lead gen tool. And LinkedIn is now coming on board as being a huge strategic uh, lead gen tool as well as the fourth and final is referral marketing group. So B&I is a huge, has been a huge long tail game for, now my business partner, I've just come out of it, but uh, they're the four big ones. They're the four big ones. And you know, the thing is, Dan, it's not anyone starting a digital company is like, oh, but it's all about online, isn't it? Like, do you know how chuff people are to get like a, a video within a video brochure in the post? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or go to a offline workshop, you know, prints new, do you know what I mean? Prints new to millennials, do you know what I mean? We ran a workshop in, uh, when we were doing one-off workshops, we ran a workshop in England uh, in, in London last October and part of our marketing strategy was to send packages, lumpy mail. We sent a postcard with a little miniature boomerang and a koala bear and I wrote a handwritten note on the back. And, and, and oftentimes people just aren't willing to do that or they go, oh, they discount it. Oh, it won't work. Oh, that won't work. And, and I don't know what it is about us filmmakers, but we can be quite a cynical bunch and quite a skeptical bunch. And that skepticism, I think, prevents more people from, from going out into the market and growing more successfully because they, they're sitting in a very lack mindset. And I say this just frankly and brutally because I want, if you're sitting listening to this and you're sitting there going, oh, I don't know if I can afford that. I don't think that'll work. That's a lack mindset and you need to twitch that. I, we all have a certain degree of lack mindset. Okay, we're grown, we've grown up with it. But you have to develop an abundance mindset. And, um, and if you don't, your business will never get beyond where you are. Or if you're someone who's sitting listening to this, who goes, oh, you know, I've got the money for the job. I'll just produce it. I'll shoot it. I'll edit it because I'll get to keep all the money. That's a lack mindset. Um, because if you don't start to work with other people, the, the, the business is a team sport. Now, you don't need to hire people. You can be contractors, but it's a team sport. You have to be willing to leverage other people's support for a lower margin or lower cash, but you can multiply that by a number of jobs. And that, that to me is one of the core mindset shifts that you have to have. I'm guessing you've done a lot of work on your mindset over the years. Oh, look, lack. When you say lack, I know exactly what you're talking about. And for me, as the youngest of eight, giving did not come naturally. I had to work on this, man, and I'm still not right with it. 
Do you know what I mean? Abundance. I'm only now, still 17 years, I'm 44 years of age, swinging around to this idea of giving and asking for nothing in return. That is a hard concept for me to, to grapple. You know, I've, I've really struggled with that. And the thing is, it's, it's an amazing when you just start unconditionally putting that, that giving mentality, that abundant mentality into the universe, what comes back. And, you know, even reaching out to you, Dan, and, and to some of our, as dictated by the market, competitors, and now going, guys, how do we, how do we take this together? How do we do this together? The, the market's big enough for all of us, right? Mm. Let's, let's, let's join forces here. Let's do some stuff. Let's stir the market up, you know what I mean? And, and you know, a couple of years ago, I, I, I definitely wouldn't think that was a good idea, but now I think we're a bit more mature and a bit wiser. But um, it's interesting. There's there's so much there's so much work. There's so much. There's an abundance of work. It's like there's never been more money in the world. I, I was I was I overheard a conversation recently, and someone said, "Oh, you know, the distribution of wealth is all wrong." And I was like, "That's really interesting." This is someone I kind of regard as a bit, because a very close friend, and it was in a certain situation. And I was just I just observed it. And I think the first thing that, that I've learned about, you know, letting go of the ego is to just observe and not make any judgment. Um, but what was interesting was, was the fact that this person believed that there was like a pot of money and that 90% of it was going to the super rich and what was left was being shared out amongst the rest of us. And, and I, just don't, I just don't think like that. Monday, money is abundant if you provide value you'll have more resources than you can ever dream of. Um, and it's a bit like this podcast. This podcast has zero commercial, there's no commercial sponsorship. It has it's just a cost. It's just a cost. But I don't see it as a cost. Yes, we promote our program because why wouldn't we? It's, it's, our, it's our real estate. If we've got someone's attention, we want to make sure we have a moral obligation. If someone's struggling in the business to let them know we can help. But other than that, this podcast is a completely free resource. And, and I do it because it fills my cup to get people like you on the program to talk about this stuff and to bring people together in an environment where they can start to understand that, hey, maybe if we just pull together here and actually start to share how, how to do this, maybe we'll all be better. And I believe that there's, there's plenty of work to go around. So tell me, as of today, 44-year-old Chris... You sound like you, the abundance is is certainly less lacking than it was before. Like in terms of you know you you, you don't have that lack mindset quite as much. You know, I've had a business partner that stuck by me through this whole thing. I've had a wife that drives me in this constant mindset educational path if you like and it's a daily activity you know it was it take 90 days to build a, a habit you know i i stand by that you know it's we've um accomplished uh, our health we've accomplished some amazing things in the sales and marketing activities now it's in the finances now it's a bit now it's in what is the future look like for us you know and possibly that's where we should have started first but you know it's about this we're in a cynical marketplace, you know what I mean? Like extremely cynical and it's 
about how do you rise above it. We don't listen to news media. Do you know what I mean? We we switch off a lot. We don't really have the time now to to bring on negative information it's it's all about just constant re-educating and educating and it's just never going to stop you think you know everything about business bullshit do you know what i mean you don't and the thing is if you if you if you go on with that naivety it'll be your undoing you know you need to be out there in that community continually talking to people continually understanding what other businesses are using because it it's constantly changing your market changes and you should too you know I love that. I haven't consumed any news media consciously in four years. Yeah. And I used to work as a television news cameraman. And, and, I, and I love the people I work with, but I, I, it's a whole other conversation. Like television news, I have a theory on television news. And we were staying at a, a guest house a few months back before we moved up to Noosa. We were staying up here in New Monday. We were at breakfast with a bunch of people that we'd never met before. And it was lovely. And they were talking about the news and I said, I don't, I don't consume any news. And they're like, well, how do you know what's going on? I said, I don't. They were like, but, but that, that's, that seems weird. You're not informed. I'm like, I used to work in television and I have a theory on television news that television news is designed to scare us to staying in to watch more TV because then you'll consume more advertising and they'll be able to maintain their channels. And they looked at me and laughed nervously went ha, 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 that's just so ridiculous and then they went oh it's an interesting theory i'm like because it's true you just haven't realized it and now that i've just told you that it's going to freak you out but it's okay you can just choose to stop watching it um and and it's 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 remarkable um how how you focus your time and effort and what you focus on will directly correlate to the success you experience Absolutely. And my business partner, when I, when he told me that he didn't really, you know, he had three kids at the time, I probably had zero. And he said, no, I don't listen to any of that stuff. And I was like, all right. So I was that guy, you know, like, how, how do you, how do you, you know, now what's going on? And he's like, the important stuff will filter to me. So I'll be at a barbecue. Did you hear about so-and-so? Oh my God, it's like, you know, 9-11. And he's like, oh yeah, okay. Tell me more about it. And so he'd, he'd still get his most important news would come through, but the day-to-day stuff, like it's uh, lots of uh, lots of shiny it's drivel. It's stuff. just it's just noise. It's white noise, and of course, if you're going to focus on building your business, you need to be focused on what I think what people actually want. I, I remember seeing, and I've been fortunate enough to to spend a little bit of time in Gary V. Several years ago, he came to Sydney for a day to speak at some little event, and I went along and I was messaging him. And we were chatting on Snapchat and he said, oh, come to the hotel at six o'clock. And it was about 10 people there. And I got about three or four minutes with him. And, and he was a lovely, lovely fella. And, and I've followed him quite a bit since. But something he posted recently was a, a video about just care. Like if you do nothing else, but just care about your client's outcomes, everything else will happen. And at that point, I just stopped posting shit on social media. Um, we, we, we just, we've just turned off a bunch of videos. We had a bunch of videos that we recorded. We went through about two and a half times on social through, through LinkedIn, all these other channels. We decided to turn them off as a test. Like we've put out a hundred videos two and a half times now. Let's give the market a break and let's try something else. But instead of focusing on social, I just started to look at my paying clients. And I just went deeper with each and every one of them 
and said, hey, how are you? What, what are you stuck on? How can I help you? And the business has been, has been expanding steadily with great people ever since. And I think that's what you do. It, you just go out and you actually spend the time asking your clients about, hey, how can we make it better? What can we do differently? I think because we, we weren't sales guys at the start, we were creatives. We've been able to take on a very passive, helpful, useful approach to sales. And when you add social into the mix, you know, it, it was my business coach that really stepped in and said, there is no, you know, template response to, to people that are, that are trying to engage with you on social. They're starting a conversation. So talk to them. Talk to the man and, and that's, yeah, be social. Like that, that concept took me a couple of weeks to fully get my head around. Um, and now it's about quality content that's diverse and is not going to put the audience to sleep. So what I mean by that is if it's just constantly text based, um, or just, you know, the same video every week, you know, turn it, you know, you're probably find that maybe your audience starts to get a bit stale and sort of bored with that. And what I've found just even in the last couple of weeks has been, you know, starting to look for, for ways to capture different people's attention. Cause I, we still know that people will read, people will want to look at the quick grab, people will want to consume the video. And, you know, if you're diversifying good quality content out into the market, I think that's going to be a, a really good place to start in the social space. And, you know, Gary V, you know, he talks about one of the things that he talked about years ago was being empathetic, be, be come from a place of giving. You know, and so this idea of thanking people and, and gratitude is holding so much more weight now in what we do in business and, and just, just uh, in terms of rapport building and relationship building is, is so, so nice to, to not ask for anything, just to help and let it, let it nature take, take its course. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought it was really cool when um, I think some time ago I posted something on one of my posts and said, Hey, I think you, you, you commented on a post and I said, Hey, cool. That's really cool. What else, what else should I cover in the podcast? And you, and you gave me a suggestion and then I recorded it into a show and quoted you. And I think it was about two months later. You literally went message me. Shit, man. I've just come out of the gym. Thank you so much. I'd, I'd forgotten all about that. And like it, that, that wasn't difficult. If I think if my, my philosophy with social is if you're going to take the time to ask someone's opinion, and someone's going to take the time to give you a response. It's just good courtesy to actually follow through. And I, I think that's kind of the secret to business. I don't think it's that difficult. And I, re I remember re replying to you in video form via LinkedIn. You know, and I thought if there's ever a chance I want to get, it, want to get closer to this guy, it's, I want to make a bit of an impression as well at the same time. I was so chuffed then. Like I, last week I got a... Uh, somebody said, you know, it was unrelated to video, but had said, you know, if you really want to upskill, follow people like Chris Schwagro, this, this, and this, this guy, this guy, this guy. And I was so excited. That was better than all the likes, all the comments in the world. You know what I mean? To have someone just name drop me into, into an, another contact sphere that is potentially going to follow or like or consume some of my content. I'm, I'm just so grateful for that uh 
And that, and then again, that was one of the posts I put out on the weekend. It was just like a, a gratitude post. So when just, just come from a place of giving, like, Hey man, I could, I could show you all the show reels you liked, you know what I mean? Is that really going to sway your, is it really going to, you know, help our relationship? You know, I think it's, it's definitely deeper than that. And I think social has a, uh, there's a lot to answer for for people. I think they're still grappling with the, with the concept of social, ourselves included. We don't know everything about it. You know, it's still a beast um, that we're we're constantly learning uh, how to converse with. with it's people. a really interesting point. You know, LinkedIn for me is a very very interesting platform. I don't think any of us understand the power of LinkedIn yet. But if you're in it now, you're an early adopter. Certainly, um, uh, one, of the, one of the most significant parts of LinkedIn is, is actually not trying to automate any of it. You've actually got to deal with it as if you met people at a cocktail party or you met them in a bar and you got chatting and you happen to be in the same industry and you went, oh, let's, let's catch up sometime. That's where I think a lot of channels like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they kind of go wrong. It's like, it's like this kind of mass, you know, using bots and stuff to communicate with your audience or using publishing platforms to push a message out across multiple platforms simultaneously. The success I've had with LinkedIn has been simply reaching out, connecting, spending some time looking at your website, finding, finding something to talk about and going, Hey, Chris loved, loved that story you did on your website about X. Really interesting. I did something very similar a few years ago. Be great to connect. Maybe we can share some stories and that, that approach which is labor intensive and cannot be outsourced is what creates meaningful relationships. And those meaningful relationships, like any networking situation, when you provide value and you build a strong relationship, it goes a very, very long way. I think, I think LinkedIn is completely undervalued and I've actually pulled the pin on our, one of our marketing activities to go and prove that, to go and test, test the waters. I, I do. I think it's completely under, undervalued. I think from where I sit, there's not a lot of people that are doing it properly or using it properly. And that's great. You know, that's, that's like we're, we're early adopters, you know, guys like us, like getting there and under, actually understanding how to build this contact sphere and, you know, uh, in a network of, of people that are actually going to gravitate towards the business and, and do th amazing things and, you know, reciprocating that to, to LinkedIn as well. You know, it's not all about us. It's, it's about the people that we, that we help and, and about the greater business community as well. You know, it's interesting. We did a, you know, the way that, the way, you, you know, you talked about the way you communicate, you know, it's, we talk about talking like you're at a barbecue, talking in a language that is simple. I don't know you, you don't know me. Are you really going to drop your pitch to me? Do you know what I mean? Like you need to first understand what they know about, X, Y, Z, right? Before you start pitching to them. Like the worst thing you can do is, oh, I'm Chris from a, uh, we're a video marketing and production company. It's like, man, you know, I know firsthand, not everybody gets that. Um, there's a resource in the, the States, um, Donald Miller, who, who's done all of the studies on this and has realized that no matter how smart these businesses are and how clever they are at about, about getting their message out, say in the instance of their website, 80% of the time, they're not communicating clearly. They're just not getting it. That whether they think they are or not is, is, is irrelevant. They're not putting the correct 
information in the right order for people to consume them simply and to buy from them. I think anybody that says, oh, our website doesn't do anything, I think, you know, it's probably because they've, they've not considered that, you know, and I, oh, man, I've, I've talked to people for five minutes about video marketing for them to turn around and say, oh, you, oh, my brother-in-law does photos. And so like, when did I ever talk about photos? You know, I mean, like, but somewhere along the line, it's, it's been lost. And so you really got to think back to, okay, I've got to be talking to the dumbest version of my audience at that barbecue. You don't know me. You know, we're going to start from the beginning. Do you have video on your website? Do you consume video? Do you know about video? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we produce videos that are going to help you, you know, help you build your business and that they would be active there to help your customers buy from you or whatever, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And so, there is an order of information, I think, where we have this attention deficit at the moment. And it's so scarce in terms of trying to grab people quickly that it's going to be take multiple times to, be, to truly get the message out. And, it's, and you can't just dump it in the one hit. You're going to have to give them the most important thing that addresses the need that then gets them to the next point, the next point, the next point. And you might even take them on for, as a client for 24 months and still cross-sell new opportunities for them to do things with you that they'd never even considered before, have never even knew about you, you know, and so it just depends on how big your service offering is, but it's just, you know, it's um, a big um, misnomer that, you know, oh, they're doing business, therefore they just know everything about us and they know exactly what we do. It's constantly re-educating them to getting them to understand all the wonderful things that you do and how you're able to help them. Chris, we could talk for days, I think. Um, hey, how can people find out more about you? How can they connect with you? Find me on LinkedIn because we're going to be on there a fair bit. So LinkedIn, forward slash Chris Schwager or whatever. And we'll, we'll DM me or let's, let's re- just reach out. I can p- pump you to a whole bunch of different channels, but I just want you to go to LinkedIn first. Follow me. Let's, let's connect. I love it. Chris, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Dan, I love you so much. you've been listening to the video business accelerator podcast with your host dan lenny if you are a video business owner who is tired of going it alone and would benefit from mentorship support and weekly accountability then mouse over to www.videobusinessaccelerator.com to learn more about how the accelerator program can help you today Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show over on iTunes. And we'd really appreciate you taking a few minutes to leave a review.